Please be seated. Thank you. Good afternoon. Okay. Well, thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs> All right. Um, may I have my title slide, please? My dear husband. <laughs> Caleb, I think we found your twin. <laughs> Open your eyes. <laughs> Open my eyes to what, you may ask? <laughs> well, I'll tell you in a minute, but first I wanted to recap this quarter small group lessons. As we've been discussing over the previous weeks, and as our lessons state, Jesus uses the Old Testament declaration, I am, throughout the book of John, to reveal the different facets of his relationship with us. Can I have slide two? So in our first lesson of the quarter, we discussed how Jesus referred to himself as the door and the way. He invites us to enter through him so we'll be in a place of safety and security. Next slide, please. Lesson two covered how he refers to himself as the bread and the life. So unlike the food we eat that only sustains us for a few hours before we feel hungry again, the food he provides will satisfy us spiritually, so we won't hunger again. He essentially is talking about spiritual fulfillment. Can I have the next slide? In lesson three, we examine Jesus in the role of the good shepherd and how he leads, guides, protects, provides, and even lays down his life for his flock. In that, I see love and guidance and protection and provision. Next slide. In last week's lesson, we covered Jesus' role as the true vine and how he calls us to stay connected to him so we can not only live an abundant life, but so we'll have a very fruitful existence as well and we'll affect the people around us in a positive way. So there we find love. We find livelihood, purpose, connection, belonging, abundance. This week is an off week, so we'll meet again next week and we'll examine Jesus in his role as the light of the world. So in preparation for today, I reread these lessons and I ended up stopping right here because I thought I noticed something. So I did a little bit of research. I was wondering, what do people typically strive for? What needs do we prioritize? So then I found this. Next slide. So this is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I hope that print isn't too tiny. Okay. So, I lost my spot here. So this is a model to help with understanding the motivations of human behavior. And this is what I was looking for. It was basically the primary needs that people strive to meet. Can I have slide seven? So interestingly, when I took the time to walk up and down this pyramid that I just showed you, I saw that Jesus' I am's address each of these needs and more. According to Forbes, and if you would just leave that up, according to Forbes, about 900 million people around the world feel unfulfilled in their daily lives. This isn't talking about work. It's talking about daily life just in general. According to mentalhealth.org, in the past year, 70 
54% of people have felt so stressed, they have been overwhelmed and unable to cope. So can I have my title slide again, please? I'll just jump back there. So again, open your eyes. Open your eyes to, to see that there are needs within us that we cannot fulfill, no matter how hard we try. Open your eyes to see that all that we are searching for is found in him. And the good news there is that unlike the substitutes that we often settle for when we try to fill our needs on our own, when Jesus fulfills our needs and our desires, the fulfillment isn't just a substitute. He fills the needs that he intended for us to have by his own design. And the last two lessons that I won't give away since we haven't covered them yet, just drive the point home even further. That despite our diligent efforts, true, authentic fulfillment comes from Jesus. He not only fills us in this life, but his provision extends beyond the grave. So open your eyes, and I'm talking to myself too, so not just you. <laughs> but see that all that we need has already been provided because it's found in him. He is the I am. That's just a taste. <laughs>